Hey, this is Ebony, and you are tuned into Fixing Single, the podcast. Hey, y'all. So I am back. Welcome to another episode of Fixing Single. Um, I apologize for being away for so long. Uh, This is the very reason I do not, at the end of my episode, say anything about when you'll hear from me next. I don't say, see y'all next week. See y'all in a couple of weeks. I just know how I am and how my life is set up. And a lot of times when I do have downtime, um, I literally want to spend it catching up on uh, Madam Secretary. I just got into that show, but... Um, But yeah, there's been so much that has happened since the last time uh, I jumped on the mic and recorded and uh, just wanted to um, get on here and talk about it a little bit. So I think where I last left you, um, I was talking to a friend of mine, Uh, we were doing a dual episode and I was encouraging her to, she was getting on hinge, like I was literally going to be uh, hopping on that Saturday and that got me to thinking like oh I've never tried hinge before I've done you know the traditional um dating apps um but hinge wasn't one that I was familiar with and it's still a no for me um I think I I talked about how I how I translate online isn't necessarily how I guess I am in person and I feel like the people I attract online versus the people I attract on person in person are it's it's very different um and then two I think it was just a time suck for me and so I'm just like you know um, I'm gonna put that down um for the foreseeable future and just try to be out in these streets um, and get seen that way uh, but I tried it, and I and it's one of those apps too that I again would recommend uh, that people check out simply because it gives these really really cute um, icebreaker questions that you can um, put on your profile. And in fact, I think it's required that you have at least three that you answer. So it gives you a nice uh, view into uh, people's uh, personality and kind of how they vibe. But other than that, I mean, it's just your traditional dating app, same people, just different app. So. It's a no for me. Um, but I, I talk about, you know, getting out there a little bit more and um, probably in previous episodes talked about it, there's no shortage of events that I go to. Uh, but a lot of times I think I might be setting myself up for failure uh, just because of the places that I attend and who I attend them with. And speaking of who I attend them with, uh, this past week or the other weekend, you know, I gave some of my good guy friends, I put them on notice, right? And I let them know that unless y'all bring around guys, other guys, other like than yourselves, obviously, then I'm going to have to start spending my Saturday nights elsewhere. Now, mind you, they don't have a problem of, of a different rotation of, of girls um, that come to the party, right? It's always something different and they're probably gonna be like why are you putting us on blast but I'm not saying names uh but I'm just saying there's always a new or new females around all the time but there's never any new guys and not even from a setup perspective but it's just because I would like to interact with someone 
males other than them. Um, and so I just let them know I'm putting you on notice. I'm not saying that, you know, next Saturday y'all not going to see me, but if it continues to be just a bunch of girls and y'all, then I'm going to find somewhere else to hang because again, I'm not setting myself up for success. By being around these guys, I think the perception can sometimes be, well, oh, she must be with them. And I'm like, no, I am not. I am not with them. You can come over here, you can talk, like it's totally fine, but um, I just don't think that's necessarily a good look. And you know, I tell folks, and again, this is something that I read, it's not something that I came up with personally, but when you play the movie of your love life and kind of what you want that ending credit to look like, I think it's important for you to um, kind of look at your actions today and ask yourself really like play that movie out. Is what you're doing today going to lead to the outcome that you want, right? And if you keep saying no to different invitations or <clears throat> you keep going to the same places and not necessarily like meeting people that you would like to talk with further, then that means you need to change it up. Otherwise you continue to do that and you look up and it's not the ending that, you know, you were hoping for. So I'm, I'm trying to really take that advice to heart um, and just be a little bit more intentional about going to different places and meeting different types of people um, because I, I feel like I still tend to run into the same folks and always have a good time. Like, that's the hard part for me is because it's not that I don't enjoy myself. Like, it's a good time. Um, but, you know, I have ulterior motives. So, you know, that's the plan. So we'll see if they step up to the challenge or if I have to venture um, to Southwest Atlanta on uh, my own. So a couple of things that I wanted to speak on. Um, I really have been itching to really do this episode because there's been so much going on from just a uh, dating and relationship, things that are in the news. And I just kind of wanted to uh, give my opinion on that. And, and of course, would love to engage you uh, through social media if you have um, your opinions on some of these hot topics as well. But the first thing I want to get into is around the hot girl summer. And one of my friends, uh, she also does a podcast and was talking about, you know, what topics we would we would talk about if we were to do a joint podcast. And she said something about hot girl summer. Now, I had seen this hashtag float around, but I wasn't quite sure what a hot girl summer really meant. Like every hashtag that I saw, it was a lot of twerking and drinking and all this other stuff, which... I'm, you know, not opposed to, but it's like, is that really what the hot girl summer is, is all about? Um, and realize that I think Meg the Stallion, who is amazing and has the most sturdy um, knees um, that we've seen in a really long time. Uh, but I, I guess it's really about doing you, whatever that may be. <laughs> and again, um, I think um, being carefree, um, and, you know, quote unquote, doing you, I think does have its place, but you got to be careful of that. You know, you want to do everything, um, in moderation and, you know, there is a such thing as, you know, having too much of a good thing. And so I just caution you, um, if you are going to come out here and you're going to have your hot girl summer, um, do that. You know, just be safe, guard your heart, protect your feelings. Um, I think that's really, uh, really important. But it's it's so funny, though. Uh, 
you know, a lot of the the folks that are chanting um, uh, hot girl summer, uh, hashtag hot girl summer, a lot of them are booed up and they're having really LMA summers. Like that's really what they're on about. But that gets in their spirit and their hearts. They want to they want to have a hot girl summer, which goes to show you, regardless of what side of the fence you're on, there's always the desire to be on the other side. Right. So if you got somebody, there's always a little nagging like, hmm, I wonder what it would be like to just stay out late and not have a curfew and not have anybody to answer to. Um, and then when you are single and unattached, you know, you're looking on the other side of the fence like, man, it would be nice to just not have to, you know, not go out and just be laid up, you know, with a significant other. So just know, you know, the grass isn't always green on the other side. And to also enjoy whatever season is that you're in. So whether you are in the hot girl season and that literally is, you know, your life, you're out here dating, you're young or older, whatever, you're just in a season of your life where you're dating, you you enjoy that, you know, because when the time comes that you are attached, there's a whole nother set of expectation and things that go with and sacrifices um, that you may not have appreciated when you were on the other side. So I just say, you know, again, with the hot girl summer, be careful, guard your heart and your feelings and just, yeah proceed with caution that's all i'm gonna say um and then speaking of other hashtags uh the black men don't cheat hashtag uh is is interesting to me so this uh hashtag and there's actually a song i guess Lou duval has a song out about black men don't cheat and it's i i'm i'm struggling with understanding like is this is this a joke? Is this something that he really believes in? Or like, are these guys just trolling us? Like, on the surface, I feel like, I guess if you didn't know uh, Duvall's like history and uh, some of the other people that support it, it's like, but y'all do cheat. And it's like, you know, very public about it. So are you just trolling people? Or are you guys really trying to turn over a new leaf and really, you know, say that I am committed um, and this group of people are committed to uh, being faithful within our relationships? Um, you know, I just think on the subject of cheating, um, you know, people just have so many experiences with it. And it's unfortunate because it's whether it's, you know, in a dating relationship or whether it's uh, married people it just I feel like cheating just doesn't have the I wonder though if it really ever had the what am I trying to say like back in the day if you know granddaddy cheated on grandma like you would probably never ever hear it you would probably never learn that until there is a family argument of some sorts like you just you know people kept it on the wraps they stayed together, whatever, you know, just, you just didn't hear about that. And then I feel like now we live in an era where it's just, it's almost expected, like, for somebody to be unfaithful in the relationship, regardless of whether, the, what the reason is, whether it might be trite, or whether it might be something of more substance, like, you know, this person just was at work all the time, and they weren't, you know, paying me any attention, or, you know, things just got really bad, and we grew apart, and that's what happened. It's just, um, it just seems almost normalized, and so when you have a hashtag, like, black men 
don't cheat, it's almost like, are you poking fun at the fact that, or it's a joke, um, that monogamy is even something that can be realistically expected of, of, of your significant other. So I don't know. I don't, you know, you get on social media to laugh fun and have a good time, but I think it's also important that, you know, to realize like what you see and interact with online, it, it does have an effect on you. Um, and so if you tend to think that cheating is something that, you know, your significant other will get over or it's not that big of a deal, everybody does it, um, you know, as long as you try to do your best. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's um, setting um, the greatest example. But um, again, should you really be looking to social media and some of these comedians and personalities for your inspiration? I don't know. I can't answer that question. I get some gems sometimes, and sometimes I'm just like, let me log off because this is crazy. So, but, you know, speaking of black men don't cheat. So another story that I really wanted to speak on was the situation between Nicole Murphy and Antoine Fuqua. So apparently Antoine is married, was married, is separated. I don't know what their relationship status is, but Leela Rashawn. So you uh, probably know her, I best know her personally, is through Waiting to Exhale. Um, and apparently, Nicole and Antoine happened, and I'm using these air quotes, right, happened to be um, in Italy, and somebody snapped a picture of them. She's in a bikini. He's in, you know, swim trunks, and they're holding, you know, probably a doppio espresso, and they are, like, their lips are touching, and the statement that Nicole released is that this was a family friend that she just ran into, and it's not like that, and, you know, uh, the media is making more of it than really what it is, um, but, yeah, it seems highly inappropriate, um, and since that time, since I guess TMZ released the photos and then came out with an article about it, um, Lila Rashawn has deleted all of her social media accounts. Like she is just nowhere to be found. And some of the speculation of why um, this man has stepped out, and in fact, he's stepped out uh, multiple times. My understanding is that, you know, they have um, uh, one or more outside children. Um, and so this isn't his first time um, with these uh, indiscretions. So uh, that's that. But apparently there is a lot of speculation online that the reason why he stepped out was because, you know, her looks have changed, like she's gained weight, um, I guess maybe since the time that they were first married. And that really got me to thinking about two things, right? The first piece is about setting appropriate boundaries with friends of the opposite sex, regardless of whether you're in a relationship or whether you're married. I think that's incredibly important. Um, I do wholeheartedly believe, and, and that's because I do it personally, so that's why I'm like, if there's one person in the, on the earth that it happens, like, I believe it because it's happening to me, right? Is that men and women can be, you know, platonic friends. Like, you know, husbands can have friends of the opposite sex, wives can have friends of the opposite sex, but it is important to uh, have those boundaries, right? So, you know, you wouldn't want to be out late uh, 
you know, with someone of the opposite sex and it's just the two of you. Like, you got to be careful around the physical contact. Like, hugs are fine. Kiss on the cheek is fine. Um, but again, kissing on the, on the like, touching the lips. Like, even if your lip is just that, your lip shouldn't even be that close. Like, you should almost, if you're going to kiss, you know, a, a, another man or a woman on the cheek, you should almost be kissing their ear. You understand what I'm saying? Like it, you should be that far away from their, from their lips. So I think again, it is appropriate to set boundaries, but you probably need to talk to, or you should, it's not probably, but definitely talk to your significant other about what that looks like. I mean, because I think it's going to be different for every couple, but as long as you're respecting, um, that, that marriage and that relationship, I absolutely believe that there could be thriving family friends of the opposite sex. So that's one. And two is the whole appearance thing. Um, and so I've said this, and I will continue to repeat it because I feel like it needs to be uh, repeated, that it is so important not to choose your significant other um, solely based off looks because things change, people change. You're going to get old and wrinkly and gravity is not going to be your friend. And so when that physical um, appearance changes and that person doesn't look like you won't even look. So that's my other thing. You know, people who are so obsessed about looks, it's like this, it will change. Like it's not going to be like if it will change, it will change. How that person looks physically will change over time. And if that is the sticking point for you, for why you're with that person, you are in for a world of hurt and so is that other person. Um, and why it's so important to really be focused on character, right? Um, being equally yoked, you know, having core, like, joint core values those are the things that are most important and it's not saying that you will disregard looks totally like obviously you have to be attracted to that person um but again to put so much emphasis on something that is going to be that is fleeting anyway and that changes anyway just is silly um and so for if that was an excuse for why he wanted to step out on his wife or no longer attracted to her uh, because she gained weight, you know, that, of course, in my opinion, is not a reason to step out on somebody. But I will say, you know, if I were put in that position and say, for instance, you know, I was with a guy and um, he was one size when I met him. And fast forward to 15 years later, he has doubled in size. Right. For me, it's less about the physical manifestation of him being bigger, but more about what led to that. And I think that was probably what I would have more of an issue with and that we would have to deal with together as a couple. Because when you you gain weight like that, and I personally um, have struggled with that all of my life, so I know when you put on weight, it 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 typically is a manifestation of some other stuff that's going on. So whether you are feeling, um, whether it's depression or whether it's just feeling anxious and you're you're eating um, to to calm that, right? Um, there or you are upset or or sad about your work situation or you know somebody may have just died and now you know you are feeling like okay I don't want to work out 
or I'm not in the space to eat like I'm supposed to, or life is just really crazy right now, so I only have time for fast food. It's it's a byproduct, like just gaining weight unless there is some type of medical issue typically is a byproduct of some other things that are going on. Um, And so I can see why on top of you, you're not looking like you did physically like when we met, um, but also you're probably not the same person either. Um, either you might be suffering just some, you know, just a bad season in life, whatever the case may be. I think when you gain weight, it tends to be a manifestation of something else. Um, but regardless, you know, when you took vows, it is richer or poor sickness and health. You know, I think it is something that you get together as a team um, and really try to figure out and try to have the conversations as early as you can. Like, you don't want to jump to conclusions like, oh, my gosh, they gained 10 pounds. Like, we need to sit down and have a conversation about, like, what's going on? Why have you gained 10 pounds? Like, I think that's kind of ridiculous. But literally, I mean, if you really are catering to the needs of your partner and you're really paying attention and um, just being observant, uh, you can probably tell when it's just, like, happy weight versus oh my gosh, like things are not going well. And this person is um, um, not taking care of themselves because of that. And I think as a partner, um, a husband, wife, you know, somebody that you're doing life with, I think it's important uh, for that person to step in and, and support the, the other partner as much as they can. So, yeah, so I mean, we'll see what happens with the whole Nicole Antoine thing, whether they come out and decide they're going to be dating or whatever they're doing. But that's just a weird, um, that's just a weird situation. And it's really sad. Um, so hopefully, you know, shout out to, uh, Layla Rashawn and, and hope that she bounces back, um, with that soon. So speaking of bouncing back or, um, on the come up, I don't, I don't know what to think about this next story. So, Uh, I was scrolling through Instagram today and saw uh, a photo of Marjorie Harvey, Steve Harvey, Lori Harvey, and Diddy. So the tea is apparently that Diddy and Lori are dating, seeing each other, have been for a couple of months. But the weird part about that, not necessarily the age, the fact that he's like 49 and she's 22, whatever. I mean, do, do you, right? Hot girl summer. However, the rumor has it that Lori and Diddy's son, Justin Combs, used to be linked. And I don't know what linked means in Hollywood terms, but probably if you've been spotted out more than once together, that means that you're dating or something's going on, right? So it's just like, huh, I wish, and I have not seen this, I really haven't done too much investigating into it, but it's like, I'm hoping that Justin can maybe come out with a statement and say something to the effect of we never had anything going on. We just hung out as friends in a group and this and the other, and it was nothing. Because if that is not the case, like if linked means I talked, I was, we was talking or we were dating or we were intimate, whatever the case may be, if linked means any of those things, that is weird that your dad is dating your ex like let that marinate like if my if i and that's the thing even if it's somebody that you absolutely have no interest in rekindling anything with to know that your parent is now dating them that is just 
I don't know. I just seem that just seems real awkward to me. And I don't know if this is just a Hollywood thing and that's just how they do because it is such a small circle and you can only, you know, you you date, you know, the people that you're around. I don't know. But that's just um, that's a little bit weird to me. Um, I mean, I think there are some circumstances where you may know a person like maybe you're a colleague and not somebody that you see very often you wouldn't call them a friend but certainly like there's somebody you see them in the street you're gonna say what's up um and if you were dating a person you broke up and then that colleague was like you know they end up being together that might be one thing because again you probably won't see them in circles that often or whatever the case may be and again you're over them it's not a big deal but anything closer than that friends like my friend dating somebody I used to date or a relative, that's just, I would feel some type of way about that. So hopefully there's nothing to it. Like it was just group dates that Lori and Justin were um, a part of and it wasn't really a thing because that would just, I don't know, that would be weird. So I would definitely be following that one because I'm really trying to figure out one, if this is really going to work with Diddy being as old as he is and, and Lori being her age. Um, but, but I, I really do hope that it wasn't as deep as I think, you know, the social media folks are making it out to be. So we will see on that. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to touch on, uh, was, uh, is about the date from hell. So you may have heard about this, but, uh, Kelton Griffin of Memphis, Tennessee, this is the young man who stole a car from one date to go and take another girl out on a separate date. There were so many red flags in this story where I feel like this could have been prevented, uh, but it just goes to show you um, how how scummy uh, some of these men are nowadays. Um, but basically, you know, the, uh, what's his name, uh, Kelton, reaches out to the young lady, the first one, the one whose car he stole, hits her up. She was like, I you know, hadn't heard from him in a while. Oh, that is red flag one, right? Somebody that pops up out of the blue, um, just because you may have had previous history with them doesn't mean you get to start off like you never, like it never had a break, right? It's like the clock, the meter starts over again. I got to get to know you a little bit more just because I knew you back in 98 and we was cool then. If I ain't talked to you since then, we're going to have to get to re-know each other, right? So that was the first red flag that like, uh-uh, like, yeah, we can chat, talk, okay, let's get to know each other. But you're not coming, you know, over to my house that day after I haven't seen you or talked to you in all this time and all these months. That's the first thing, right? So he, she's like, yeah, he asked if you know I wanted to go out, and she accepts the invitation. He shows up at the house. She don't know necessarily how he got there. He may have gotten dropped off, walked, who knows, okay? Again, when things don't seem right, I know sometimes it's like go with the flow or don't be so, you know, um, particular or whatever the case you know a asking a lot of questions can turn a man off but if there is um, uncertainty if you're unclear about something you need to ask questions like hey how'd you get here what's wrong with your car oh okay all right you need to get some answers because if anything is tingling in your spidey senses that something is not right it's probably not right so they hop in the car they're driving around first of all he don't even know where you want to take her you asked me out on a date. You should at least have some idea of, like, where you would like to go and eat. All right. 
they finally, you know, go into a gas station or, or pull up to a gas station, and he asks her, can you go buy me a cigar? Sir, I, you know what? At this point, I don't care if it was a pack of gum. Don't ask me to buy you anything. Like, that is not how this works. That should have been another red flag. Go get me a cigar. Absolutely not. So she goes in, gets the cigar. He takes off with her car. She's calling. Obviously, he's not answering and then blocks her on social media. The crazy part is he ends up texting another girl who actually happens to be the first girl's god sister. And so they exchange number or they, you know, exchange messages or call each other. And it's like, you know, we about to go here. Uh, to this place, right, to the drive-in movie theater. This young man didn't even have money to pay for their admission to the drive-in theater, but they still went. I'm sorry, no, you come pick me up in some random car. Well, he probably told her it was his. But then I, I got to also pay for the date. Like, that would have been the end of it then. I, that would have been a situation where it's like, okay, let's turn around and uh, you can you can take me back home. I just feel like there's just so many red flags here. But anyway, they, they're they in the drive, um, the drive-in, and that's when uh, the police are called and, and the girl gets to recoup her car. And so that young man is currently uh, in jail, uh, and I'm not sure what he's being charged on, but um, that is just... So many, so many issues going on with that particular situation. But I think the big thing is when red, like when you get an uneasiness and when you feel like there isn't clarity, and this is an extreme situation, of course, but again, when you're dealing with any person and that can be romantically, that can be in a business setting, um, regardless, um, it's important to get clarity and to ask those questions. Um, and the worst case scenario is that that person ends up not being somebody you want to continue to have a relationship with. Okay. You know, that's fine. But it's better than being involved with someone who you're not sure of what their angle is and what their motives are and what their intentions are. Like that's the more important part. Again, going back to what I said earlier about protecting your heart, protecting your spirit, protecting your space, protecting your energy. In order to do that, you have to get clarity with the people who you're involved with. And that includes asking questions, that includes following up, inspecting what you expect, all of those things are part of it. And I think sometimes we don't do it because it's just like, man, well, I don't want to ruin this person's like really cute or this person has a really great sense of humor or this person makes me feel good and I don't want to ruin that by asking questions. But at the end of the day, the person that's really going to get hurt is you. So, you know, continue to probe and ask questions and be curious about people, be curious about situations um, and get to the truth um, sooner or as soon as you can. So... That's really all that I have. Again, that has been nagging me for um, the past few days, some of the stuff that I really wanted to talk about and knowing that I had not recorded in quite some time, um, I thought this would be um, a great opportunity to do so. Um, so as always, thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, if you have any questions or comments or um, just different opinions, I would so love to hear them. Um, you 
can reach me at info at fixingsingle.com. I'm also on um, social media at Twitter and Instagram. My handle is at fixingsingle. So feel free to engage me on those platforms as well. Um, So until next time, uh, thanks again for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.